You are listening to the Pencil and Paper Podcast Network. Welcome to the Palace of Mega Pixels. This is Super Mega Crash Brothers Turbo! Welcome to Super Maker Crash Brothers Turbo. I'm your host, Stephen White. With me, as, as always, is my co-host, Lacey Finley. Oh, happy Monday. Boy, we are uh, going to be in for a big show today because I got a lot. Oh, I got a lot. a lot happening. It wasn't like big, beefy stuff, but there was a lot that caught your eye. We just had to... Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. So, uh, I'm probably not going to dick around too much, but I am going to just get to things as we can as quick mm-hmm. as possible because... Uh, Back end might be a little longer than usual. Not that I wanted it to be. It just it wound up being that way. I can't. Y'all help. are used to having to tuck in for a while. You yeah, know how it goes. So we buckle like up. <laughs> yeah. Um, I'm gonna hit a few things out of the way real quick that I just wanted to bring up. First of all, Super Mega Crash Adventures Episode Three is available yes, on so YouTube. Fine. Go check it out if you haven't. There's a few familiar voices that you may or may not know. Mm-hmm. I don't know. But if you yeah. don't know them, you should go check them out. They're pretty good people. Yeah. You know? So uh, do that. A fun episode to boot. Oh, yeah. It's uh, it's one of those that I'll watch and I'll be like, yeah, this, this came together pretty good. Yeah, it I'm really like did. It, it yeah. really did. Yeah. Just little things about it. I guess the dynamic of our characters and the, the episode mm-hmm. shifts a little bit, but not outside of what it should be. But a it's more- good personality yeah a little bit more personality absolutely get to learn our characters just a smidge Mm -hmm. um thank you to deva uh our our wonderful listener who's always there for us and lovely just a lovely human he uh he heaped loads of praise (laughs) on me you know and i'm i'm too damn humble just to suck it up and take it and say thank you yeah i did say thank you if i didn't i apologize i'm saying thank you now but he was uh giving giving twitter praise about uh, the act razor review he was all mm-hmm. excited about it and thank you again for all that i appreciated it and threw in you know a few little tidbits of his own here and there yeah anything like that and that's another thing uh, we can always count on him for being as a wealth of knowledge. So if we're missing something, oh, we need yeah. something. Dude's right there, going, "Hey, uh, just in case." And it's not. It's never like, oh, you "Well, know. actually, guys." Yeah. <laughs> it's never like that. It's like, yeah. "Oh, uh, just just wanted to inform you." Tidbit, something that I you know. knew about it. Yeah. Yeah, and I appreciate the hell out of that. I really do. So uh, yeah, much mm-hmm. love, Dave. We we really appreciate you. Uh, secondly, more uh, information and praise. Uh, mm-hmm. our, our good friend Troidal from uh, yes, his long ass Troidal Power presents the power playthroughs with <laughs> Troidal Power. With Troidal Power. <laughs> yeah, if I've got it all. I hope I did you justice, man. I hope I said it all right. I'm sure we missed one word. I don't know. Yeah, well, who am I to judge? Nobody can say our podcast name either. So. <laughs> but hey, I said his name twice, and I know that's <laughs> one true. of the things in there. 
But he uh, tossed out a recommendation after the ActRaiser uh, review mm-hmm. about a game that I should check out called Smelter, which is yeah. a 16-bit 2D platformer strategy hybrid. So it kind of in that same vein. I checked out a trailer for it. I don't know how this game got by me. Mm-hmm. You know, this right seems up your like alley, it, huh? yeah, it, it should have been something that was on my radar. And uh, probably would have definitely given me those Act Razor vibes going, oh my God, someone finally did it before yeah. they remade it. Um, so it's definitely something I need to check out. I just need the time to do it, which right. seems to be uh, difficult. Plus, not only did he suggest that, uh, he was kind enough to drop us an Apple review. Such a lovely human. I'm telling you what. So, Siblings, you're <laughs> my heart. I just... Yeah, it's I, like, I don't even know how to put it in the words. Well, I'm going to read you what he said. Okay. Um, he or says, should I not be praising it yet? No, 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 no. No, no, no. Like, well, wait, please, I haven't read it yet. <laughs> it's a beautiful review. Uh, it says, I'm a huge fan of this show. It's a great mix of just general gamer no-nonsense chit-chat, new news notifications, and super deep dives on the stories behind games and gaming technologies that you never knew you didn't know. Then, oh. <coughs> also, there's this one cool dude named Troidal Power who guessed guessed it once, and that's pretty much <laughs> the best episode ever. <laughs> no, no, I mean, no, no lies were detected. No, no lies were not. detected. So, thank you, Troidal yes. Power, you Hi. you lovely, Aww. lovely human being. We love you uh, all the same as well. And that was, that was probably, I mean, I can't argue. Was it the best episode ever? I'm telling you. I mean, it was a lot of fun. I still remember it. It's in mm. my top, you know. Just I mean, lovely, lovely person. I don't want. I mean, I, we do tend to talk to some pretty lovely people. We we do. And, you know, next week will be no different. Hint, hint. Uh, but. Ooh, ooh. <laughs> Spoiler drops. But, you know, I'm just. I don't feel like that's us to decide. I mean, I remember having a lot of fun with that episode, but I mean, the, the, the siblings. I mean, I saying, guess hey. siblings, if you missed it, you'll just have to go back and listen to it now. Yeah. I mean, it wasn't that long ago or was it? I don't know. Time. What is time? Yeah. Anymore. <laughs> uh, what else did I want to bring up? I know it was within this year. <laughs> yeah, that's true. <laughs> I watched uh, free guy. With uh, I Ryan Reynolds. To get around to that. Worth it? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. It was definitely a lot of fun. Uh, I I feel... I won't say that um, non-gamers won't have fun. I think they'll enjoy some of the... Just, just the casual of it? Yeah. Overall craziness of it all. Because it is fun. It's not like mm-hmm. this hardcore gamer movie or anything like that. But I feel like hardcore gamers, Twitch... Uh, residents in uh, uh, specifically, well, I don't want to call them all stream people who watch Twitch a lot. Streamers could be, oh, but okay. just if you're involved in the Twitch verse, yeah, then, because yeah. there were a lot of streamer cameos. Oh from, yeah, I mean Ninja being one of them that you well, would expect, sure. yeah. but other people that I'm like, I don't know who this is. You know, oh, for me, maybe I would. Yeah, you might. I'll have to go check. No spoilers. Don't tell me now. No, no, no. I haven't done any diving since it came out because, yes, people, I still like to surprise myself with new things, too. <laughs> yeah. So I'll see if I recognize them. Yeah. If nothing it, else through news. I'm probably never watching them, but I'd be like, ah. Ah. Yeah. But, yeah, they, they, they would do these uh, bits 
as the movie kind of progressed and like the streamers be talking about the game that he's apparently a part of or is a mm-hmm. part of is not apparent it is right that's but, the, that's the point <laughs> and then they would just be like oh yo it's such and such and maybe one other that i recognize uh jack septicai i think was in oh there. yeah but, i think he's more youtube though but i know he does stream on twitch but regardless yeah yeah, yeah. people who stream but there yeah. were there were faces and names that i'm just like i don't know who this is so you could probably eyeball them yeah. and be like, oh, my God, that's such and such. And that's uh, mm-hmm. so it's kind of neat in that regard if you know those people. But for the rest of us, it's just like, Whoosh. right. And I don't I don't know who they were, okay. but well, that it's, it's I might fun just because we might have talked about him in the news. You know? We may have. <laughs> but no, the movie was a lot of fun. Uh, there were a lot of uh, fun little winks and nods and. I don't know. It was it was a lot of tomfoolery. Gaming, pop yeah. culture references. Yeah. Ryan Reynolds is uh, always good. I Taika Waititi. Taika Waititi is is um, he's a treasure. I I love that man so much. He's you know his name, you know his face, his his New Zealand accent. You know. Yeah, I had to look it up because you know me in names. He plays just this arrogant. Yeah, <laughs> son of a bitch. And some of the stuff that comes out of his mouth, you, I mean, that had to have been ad lib. Like he's just sitting there riffing, coming up with just oh, the most I, sometimes insane. I wonder on certain scenes where it just went too well, too fired off, too in the moment. I'm like, yeah. mm, I bet they were just messing around. <laughs> and then to, to keep it all together in that moment and not break character after saying something that ludicrous, you're just like, what, what did you just say? What are you talking about? <laughs> And he's just, he's going at it, man. He's like, oh, yeah, you're going to kiss my ass. Oh, yeah. Here we go. Uh, I'll have to check it out. It's still a pay to stream, right? Uh, it's It should be available now to just like regular rent. Because oh, okay. the, the uh, Blu-ray and everything just came out. So everything should be like rent to what? Oh, well, then I might check it out because I didn't know I wanted to buy it. Hmm. You know, or wait, or I don't remember what the option was. Maybe it was like 20 to 30 bucks, like as a ticket, like a movie ticket or something. I don't well, know. they did do that. I knew I, think, I wanted to wait. Yeah, I think we're beyond that now. I think you're, okay. because everything's home video, everything's ready. So you could probably rent it for like three ninety nine or 5 Okay, that's fair. Whatever. That's fair. I'll do that. <laughs> Maybe I can see, because I, I bought it. I'll see if I've got a screen pass. Maybe I'll, I'll watch <gasps> Ooh. If I if if it's available, but if it is, yeah, absolutely. I'm one of those dirty thieves. If you yeah. find it, just send it. <laughs> and lastly, because uh, I'm speeding through these, I want to say I want to talk about this, and you may have heard about it, maybe you didn't, but I knew I knew this was going to happen mm. when the headline hit, because people don't like to read; they like That's to take. Very good point. A story, condense it into this deep, you know, quick sentence, yeah. and all context is lost. So you may have heard uh, over the week that DC Comics announced that John Kent, who is now the current Superman, following mm-hmm. in his father's footsteps, uh, came out as a bisexual man. Oh, yes. Yes. I did see the news about that, yeah. Yeah, and then, of course, the internet said Superman is now gay. But that's not... Um, that is absolutely not. Right? No, that's because 
immediately that's what people started doing i saw this whole twitter thread where someone says lois loves clark he's never been gay and all this is like you have absolutely not done any research whatsoever what was the character's name not clark john there you go yeah john kent his son Mm -hmm. his son his son who is now superman right is the man who is who has come out as a bisexual man Yes. Period. Yeah. Not Which not you would Clark. think that should be the end of it, and it's fine, and we move no. on with our lives. No. Yeah, no. The internet uh, turned it into <clears throat> a shitstorm, going, how dare you make... This is woke culture. Superman is now gay. I ah. turn off anybody who's talking about how their fictional character was ruined. I just... I. But that's a personal opinion. <laughs> where yeah, I'm just no, like, no, no. Oh, it's not like we changed a historical character or something. Um, they didn't exist, so. <laughs> yeah. Well, what, what's even stupider about it is, A, I guarantee you that none of these care, like the people bitching and complaining, like they give a damn about Superman to begin with. Like they go Probably out of their way to watch the movies or read the comics. So what are you getting all bent out of shape about? Mm-hmm. And B, why can't uh, the LGBTQ community have a Superman of their own? You know? Right, the, yeah. This is... Like when when people talked about, uh, I'm going to use a different superhero momentary. Well, I guess we could use Superman because I've heard this story as well. It was like, well, what if we do a Superman story, but he's black? I was like, okay, so you're talking about making Clark Kent black, and they're like, yeah. And I get I get a little like, like I I'm not against the idea, mm-hmm. but to me, why not do something different? Like, you can tell right. that story, but make him someone new. From when, that when, perspective, yeah. Yeah, because the idea of Miles Morales in the Spider-Man uh, mm-hmm. universe, to me, is he is much more interesting because he's his own character. You're not burdened yeah. by uh, everything that makes Peter Parker Peter Parker. And then now you're just trying to mix that in with, uh, you know, a black Hispanic kid. Mm-hmm. You're now saying, okay... He is his own person. We can make him a person of color as a Spider-Man and give him, like, he's not tied down to anything. Right. So, in regards to Superman, if you want to tell that story, make Superman or Kal-El black. But then Mm -hmm. when you drop him, you know, in Kansas or whatever, he's not Clark Kent. He is fill in the blank. Right. You know, and change it all up. That way he is his own person. Mm-hmm. And and that's how I kind of feel about John Kent being uh, a bisexual yeah. man. Because now you have Clark Kent. That's one Superman. That's a Superman for whoever. Mm-hmm. You have John Kent. That's another Superman for someone. Mm-hmm. Supergirl is a super person for someone. Yeah. Um, there is a black Superman, Calvin Ellis, from a different Earth. There's a Superman for someone. There you go, yeah. You have these variations... So, just because it's not Clark Kent doesn't mean that cannot be your Superman. They're still that right. character. They're just embodying a, a, it's someone else. Right. But he's yeah. still that person or the, the hero you want him to be. He's right. not no weaker or no stronger than someone else. It's just, just a different personality, different walk of life, different yeah. shoes. And should. in Or cape, I guess. <laughs> yeah. Different cape. But in essence, they have the ability to... 
make that character more relatable to the audience they're trying to target versus being like, well, what if what if Batman was black? So we're just going to make Bruce Wayne black. And change nothing. And change nothing. He's just, yeah. he's now black. Okay, but that how does that... How how can how can they relate now that you've just color swapped? Mm-hmm. Make make real changes. Make it someone who yeah. is have rooted. Have the freedom to create a new character. Yeah, it, I, that's that's what I love about the diversity that Marvel's been doing, and finally, you know, uh, mm-hmm. DC's been doing because this isn't the first uh, comic character that has come out. Which I really feel like they're towing a line here. Which, I mean, again, I'll give them props for being, uh, what would be the term? Inclusive? I'm or? Yeah, inclusive. But I also feel like they're you're, you're kind of towing this line to be like, well, we don't want them to be fully gay. But uh, one of the Robins came out as bisexual as well, uh, yeah. Tim Drake. And, and again, there's nothing wrong with bisexual. Yeah. I'm just, but it's just like, okay, so why not? Why not, Why not go, one way or the other? I don't know. Again, I'm not. I'm not yeah. saying anything about bisexual. I just mean that you know. So why are you towing that line? It's interesting. Right there? there wasn't variety within that. Is what you mean? Because <laughs> with like, I don't know anything about John Kent or I mean, as in regards to his time currently as uh, Superman or, or anything like that. So I don't know if there's ever been relationships uh, with yeah. girls or anything like that. But Robin, on the other hand, that made more sense because he has had girlfriends in the past, all this other stuff. So maybe there was just a part of him that they hadn't explored yet. And then you could sure. say, okay, yes, he's been bisexual or has been bisexual this entire time. We just, you know, maybe it was a part of his life he didn't think to explore. Wasn't ready or, to talk about yet. Yeah. Right. And But then that would make con, or sense in the context of having girlfriends in the past. It was just like, yeah, you know. But now I want to. Well, look at I this. mean, well, what era would John Kent technically be coming at, uh, up in then? Like, is he present day? I, I guess. I mean, I don't know what they do over there anymore. I mean, oh, he was okay. a kid a couple of like, years ago. Like, I don't ago. read him at all, so I no. don't really know. You know, a through line here. But I was like, if he's present day, yeah, probably in theory, you would think would be easier to be more fluid in that regard and not. Yeah. Again, I don't. I'm. I'm not trying I to judge. Mean, here I am trying to make it a real thing too, because I was like, wasn't it brought about in like the 40s and the 50s, and they didn't talk about it, you know? Yeah. <clears throat> Bizarre. Yeah. I mean, I, I, I'm not trying. To, I. I'm not the right person to be talking about this stuff. I just. <laughs> but I just wanted to talk about how ridiculous it is that people got. Yeah. You know. Just don't uh, waste your energy on that. If you don't like it, you don't have to read it. I don't know why. They're not reading it. That's the messed up part about into it. The conversation and just. Yeah. I don't know. I have that problem with people in general. Just because you don't like a thing, why do you think it just shouldn't exist? Why can't you just move on to content that is for you? Why yeah. is it, you know? I don't know. I'll never understand that waste of energy well, to like try I to said, get rid of a thing you don't like when you yeah. can just consume something else and your life would move on and you'd have more time in your day, even. Well, as I said, I guarantee <laughs> you they're not reading these. They they will yeah. never read these. This shows how little they know because they didn't even know what Superman they were talking about. So just shut up and right. move about your day because yeah. this is not going to affect you whatsoever. No. Okay? At all. You you heard it in the headline. You got mad. But guess what? Tomorrow you're not going to remember unless you want to spend that energy no, to do so. they'll be moved on to something else to get rid of. Yeah. So good for John Kent. 
and yes. you know whatever but again i I'm think not, it'll do well it don't should. listen to twitter it's not a real place so just keep doing what you are gonna do mm-hmm. and the fans will come very true is what I, I mean, you know, I well, like uh, companies waste too much time trying to appease those masses. It's like, just do your thing and then put it out. And, mm-hmm. <laughs> and I could be saying this so easily, you know, just because, you know, position I'm in in life. <laughs> but it's it's good that there's inclusivity in mm-hmm. these characters, these fictional characters. Yep. But that's the whole point you want to have someone a hero you can look up to and be like that's that's the person i like and you can still make them fun you don't have to be that person i love miles morales about as equally as i do peter parker Mm -hmm. you know and i I probably have more in common with peter parker but you know what miles is a great character and i love the hell out of you could appreciate it as his own character his own thing it's uh yeah i don't know anyway i just they ruin everything (laughs) <laughs> I just wanted to bring that up. Uh, what have you been playing? Oh, my gosh. So I thought I would try to at least beat one character storyline on Scarlet, ne- Scarlet Nexus. Words are hard. Mm-hmm. Um, so that was what I did yesterday. You know, I was like, I bet I'm close to the end of at least a Sané storyline. And then I can focus on Yuito coming up. And I just kept getting myself distracted on, like, the friend bond episodes and, like, going... <laughs> And grinded for materials for their presents. Because, <laughs> mm-hmm. like, you can get perks when you have their bond level up so high. And if you can get, like, your team, you know. And I'm just like, I feel like a god. I got all these extra moves I could do now. I'm starting to figure it out. And my hand's just moving across the keyboard. And I mean, it's just, like, so satisfying. And uh, so I did not beat Asane's storyline because I kept getting distracted with the other little quests. And I don't know that I'll do that with Yuito if I'm burning myself out right now because it is different characters that you'll start with anyway because mm. now I think our story's merged. So I'd be interesting to see how they handle that. Um, but uh, yeah. And then I do have I have one scene now that I have a gripe with because it pissed me off. Okay. And we can't have that. It was too obnoxious. But there is a scene where all of a sudden, like, they, they call them others, your monsters in the game. Hmm. And so there was this huge other that's starting to come out. And I mean, it is massive, especially in comparison to all the other ones I've been fighting. And so this huge cutscene happens, you know. And then now all of a sudden, I can only move to the right. Like, it's like kind of like a platformer instead of like how I've been able to freeform the camera around. Mm -hmm. But you have to run because the bridge is falling, right? So it's like, you got to huff it. Well, the freaking other, this huge other that's just flying around the bridge, the camera angle they've chosen, the other goes completely in front of the camera. I cannot see my character at all. So I'm just running on faith that my character is still moving to the right. Well, she wasn't. She fell. Mm. No idea. So I'm like, well, this is stupid if I can't even see her. Like, this camera angle is so dumb, right? Mm-hmm. Well, the problem is now when you hit restart, you got that first movie again. Then you got the other movie before you went into it. Then the tutorial on what you're supposed to do. So when I failed this like five times, I started cursing expletives in this room where I was like, this is going to be just where the game stops. <laughs> I'm not doing this anymore. You know, I, oh, I was so pissed off. I did finally get through it. Mm-hmm. because, of course, I kept just, like, doing it anyway. Oh, I was so mad. 
So, devs, why the hell would you put it right in front of the line of sight? I bet I could have done it first try if I could have just seen where the hell my character even was on the bridge. Like they say, sprint. I can't see if she's sprinting. Tell me. Did I hit the button? Okay, he eventually moves out of the way, but it was very frustrating. So the hubs heard me cursing back here for the first time in a long time. Like, (laughs) slamming the keyboard and everything. But, um, yeah. So I haven't finished a Sane story. Hopefully, maybe today Mm -hmm. I'll sit back down and try it. I don't know. I keep getting sidetracked with all the other things, which who cares, right? I can play it however I want. (laughs) Um, And then I, for some reason... Decided I wanted to play the infectious madness of Dr. Decker again. Because mm-hmm. I noticed there was a couple of achievements that hadn't popped. Although I think it was bugged. Don't hate me for saying ah. this. But there was one that says, like, you get for 25 hours of gameplay, you get a, a achievement. Well, I'm at 50. So clearly there's something wrong there. Um, and so I was going to go for just the getting the no hints achievement Mm -hmm. so i just brought up a guide screw it i've played the game a few times now so i was just going to take the exact wording and kind of copy paste get my little achievement and then on act two with nathan i'm asking all the questions and he won't turn green because i also want all of the insanity points because apparently i didn't pop that one either where you just like completely morph into the dark side on everything and encourage all of the bizarre and the weird Mm mm-hmm I could not get him to go green. I could not get him. I'm like reading this guide. I start reading other guides because I'm like, somebody's missing a question somewhere. Because if I hit that damn button, it's all she wrote. And I won't get that no hit achievement. I finally caved because I was like, this is bullshit. (laughs) It was a question I already asked. Uh... I was so upset. So I think there's another <laughs> bug there. I was like, I just played this for another s- five hours. I think at that point, I don't know. I like, I walk away so many times, but <clears throat> so I guess I just can't get it. And I'm just going to have to be sad. So I'm going to still try to finish this one. I'm, I'm up to act five and that's the last act there is and see if I can at least get all the insanity points or whatever and do that. But I'm, I'm, I, I just, I guess I'm not going to just get those achievements and that's how life is. Yeah. I mean, at some point you just got to gotta say the hell with it and let them go. Yeah. I just, I, well, I thought maybe, whatever. I thought maybe it had been fixed. I was like, I'd go back to it. So I reinstalled it just in case. It still runs fine. So if it was just about the achievements, then whatever. Maybe I should be upset. I don't know. But to me, it's not that big a deal. But when I was trying to go for it, it made me, <laughs> like the one time I'm trying to like, hey, I want to see if I didn't unlock something after all this time. And then I played Not Tonight again because when I played the demo for Not Tonight 2 mm-hmm. and then that one said I hadn't beat it either I was like you're a liar you're a big fat liar there's no way I've had this game for a while I loved it Steven mm-hmm. somehow I was at the end and I guess just didn't let the last thing play out to pop the achievement like there was nothing left for me to do yeah I was so I was like really how did I not notice is what I want to know I don't well, know. regardless, I think I think I'm 99.99% sure that was messing with me too. Cuz like when I watched the whole end thing, I'm like, I swear I've seen this. So mm-hmm. I don't know, whatever. So technically, I guess I beat that game for the first time this week too. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, all right, according to my achievements. <clears throat> um and then I think that's it. Mm-hmm. Although I do have to share this cuz I just think it's funny, stupid Steam suggestions. 
sure. stupid. It's, this is hilarious to me. So remember when I told you about the FMV, I think it's pronounced Moti Solo. It was that Korean uh, dating sim where it was it meant like no girlfriend since birth or whatever in Korean, the word Moti Solo. If I'm saying it wrong, I apologize to those yeah. who speak the language. Um, so this was just a really silly dating sim. I didn't have like choices of people I was dating. Uh, there was not even any kissing or anything untoward in the whole thing. It was just silly tomfoolery, over-the-top acting. Right. My Steam suggestions for this week have been as follows. All right. So it suggests that I played uh, Red Falls Season 1, which says it's a dating sim with sexual content and nudity. Ooh. I should also play a game called My New Memories, which is a dating sim with sexual content and nudity. Or Women's Prison, which is a dating sim. Do you see the pattern? So because I played this really silly um, tomfoolery, mm. I'm getting like hardcore games getting thrown at me on my Steam suggestions, which just makes me laugh maniacally that I'm like, how did you get so far apart from what I was playing? They're not even, I'm telling you, those tags, man, Mm -hmm. those tags get insane so careful guys what you play on steam unless you want like the hardcore stuff to run in your <laughs> face i guess like and it's got that graphics too that you could just tell like it was just built to be that sex game for <laughs> insert group here that needs it or wants it or is the audience for it i don't know mm-hmm. uh, so funny to me i don't know like i said they didn't even kiss in the game i played <laughs> <laughs> they didn't even kiss but anywho, that's all the games that I played this week. I'm fairly certain. How about mm-hmm. you? Well, one we're going to talk about later. Anyway. Yeah. We're going to talk about <laughs> one later. Uh, I did finish ActRaiser. Like I said, I was right there. Mm-hmm. Well, let me rephrase that. I thought I was at the end, but they, uh, they mm-hmm. pulled a fast one on me. Because as I went to fight the boss, or bosses, the big mm-hmm. bad boss, the credits start rolling. And then they're like, hey, oh, there's a new land over here. You want to go check that out? And then I was like, what the hell is this? And then now there's an entirely new island or world oh, that wow. you get to build and, and defend and all that. So I was like, ah, cool. A nice Fun. little bonus thing. Yeah. And then all your characters that you met along the way, they, they come and help you. So now everybody's here in this new land. Mm-hmm. And uh, I played it for a little while, but I didn't get a chance to uh, finish. If uh, I would assume you can finish building and, and defending and doing everything here, but mm-hmm. did not have the time, so I'll have to get back to it at some point. Right. <sighs> because time, I need more time. time. I'm just, you. I don't know why I don't have enough time anymore. It just feels like everything is just. We all need your time, Stephen. No. I need, I need more of it. <laughs> but yeah, that's uh, that's all I played. Oh wow! Well, hey. But we'll talk about it. We'll talk more, more about it in later. depth later. Yeah. More in depth yeah, later. Stuff. So some news, eh? Yeah. What about the news? What have we got? In the oh news? my gosh! I didn't even know where to like pay attention to. I'll be honest, guys. <laughs> I'm just such a flake anyway. But um, EA might lose the FIFA name. Did you see this news this week? No, this was actually kind of like, even I went, what? (laughs) (laughs) This whole thing is so stupid. Uh, Well, in my opinion. So EA needed to renew that license. Apparently Mm -hmm. they have to do this, you know, every so many years or whatever. Um, 
And I guess the negotiations for the FIFA name have been going back and forth for a little bit of time. Um, And then FIFA announced what it wanted. One billion dollars for four years use of FIFA. Just the FIFA. Just the name. The logo. Mm -hmm. All that. That's it. And also wanted to uh, limit EA's monetization of the game. So how do you think this is going to shake down? Oh, yeah. No, that's not going (laughs) to So, interestingly, though, while EA is interested in exploring monetization, as they always have been um, in the form this time of highlights of the actual games, arena video game tournaments, and digital products like NFTs. I swear to God, these things, mm-hmm. these NFTs. Uh, so, FIFA wanted to limit the money-making opportunities to strictly things found only in the video game. So, like, you can't just take highlights from real games and all this kind of stuff. Like, monetize your own stuff and not that. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, but looking at it, um, it may actually only limit EA to the name itself, which is why I think we're not going to see FIFA anymore because Mm -hmm. the licenses for the players and their likenesses and everything is a separate thing and they've already got it. Hmm. Okay. So I'm thinking they're going to say sayonara to the FIFA name because we've already got everything we want within the game. We'll just have to change the name because they can already use your favorite player. Mm-hmm. They already got that deal struck and paid for, I guess, or however they do it. Um, so if they decide to just like not not pay any 250 mil every you know a year for four years, um, they just might lose the logo World Cup feature things like that that would come with having the FIFA name. Uh, I just, having a feeling with EA, they're just going to be like, well, we'll keep that billion and just keep using your players because we already got that contract. And then we'll just call it EA Sports. Like they trademarked, what, like a year or so ago? EA Sports FC or something like that? Mm -hmm. Yeah, I could see them doing that. A billion for the name, man? I feel like, isn't that like... One billion dollars. (laughs) (laughs) But but like, even I go, really, FIFA? Like, and I don't... like. I hate EA. I would love for them to fork over all the money, so I don't care. But I'm like, really? (laughs) It sounds like when you make a bid so high because you don't want them to take it. Mm -hmm. You know, like you're hoping it'll just be out of their price range so you can just wash your hands of the whole thing. Yeah, why not? That does... It does sound about like what they did. <laughs> it just sounds like such an evil offer. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Billion. <laughs> My God, I need to get some water here. But um, yeah, so if you're a FIFA fan, if you're a soccer fan, I get it on the, in the States and stuff, especially like they've got a stranglehold mm-hmm. on basically sports and video games. Um, I guess just start looking for EA Sports FC in the future instead of FIFA because I I just honestly don't see them paying a billion dollars for the name. Yeah, it's no. They love to surprise mechanics the crap out of everything. So if you're going to tell them they have to pay a billion and not monetize all the stuff they can possibly monetize with the FIFA name, they're going to be like, but yeah, no, thank you. I just that's that's my prediction. Oh, you're absolutely right. We're not going to see FIFA. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Mm-hmm. To, to kind of sidestep, but still within the realm mm-hmm. of soccer, just some little thing, tidbit I, I learned uh, this week, which I thought was kind of interesting. You may or may not know. Uh, you know John Green, YouTube uh, YouTuber John Green, writer, 
book no. of uh, like Fault in Our Stars and oh, Looking yeah. for Alaska and so on and so forth. I know and, those books okay. at least, yeah. Well, anyway, he uh, said, like he, uh, I think he has part ownership in a soccer team, AFC Wimbledon, and they're uh, like a third tier soccer team, so they're, you know, a little low, but, and, you know, yeah. he still However, supports them. Yeah, yeah, it's still like, uh, you know, love for his team or whatever. But he found out, apparently, that uh, one of the actors from Ted Lasso, who plays a character by the name of Jamie Tart, is a huge uh-huh. fan of AFC Wimbledon because of John Green. Oh. So, and that's like, fun. oh, look at that. That's pretty cool. That's fine. Yeah. I well, totally miss not having one this Friday. I know it's over and the seasons end, but my life felt so empty Friday I know. night. <laughs> I was like, what do I do with myself? Took a dark uh, turn. Like I wasn't. You me. and I, I think, both knew. Just for, mm-hmm. I know. I don't want to say anything yeah. just in case. All of a sudden, we spoil a show you watch oh, yeah. a gaming podcast. Sorry. <laughs> Like, I shouldn't have expected this here. But go watch Ted Lasso if you don't. I love Woo. it. Yep. <laughs> um, Nintendo, eh? They mm. had a fun week. Yeah. They had a fun week. I guess. <laughs> well, firstly, we could just talk about the Animal Crossing update. They did a direct. Yeah. Um, talking about Animal Crossing. Um, so it looks like we're going to get an update for November 5th, uh, which will have a new island, boat tours, um, you know, all the fancy stuff you could do on your island. Now you could do more. It looks like a home decorator kind of mm-hmm. presentation. Um, the Happy Home Paradise is the name of the DLC. So built right in for you with what you'll be doing. Uh, so you can have a decorated job and you can learn the decorating preferences of the NPCs vacationing there. And you can build custom homes for your visitors. And you will work for Lottie's Paradise Planning Business. Mm-hmm. Get all this new stuff. Um, and you can fix up buildings on the island. You can even have a restaurant now, supposedly. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, look at that. You can go dining in a school to invite characters to visit. Um, $25.99 retail at launch. So it is a paid DLC. Or it's included with the bundled access subscription service, which I'm sure is what caught most people's eye the announcement of this week. Uh, so I'll just slide right on in there to that one. Uh, so, uh yeah. What do you think of this little pricing announcement? We probably had a feeling something was coming since they didn't say it in the first one. Uh, it's yeah. ridiculous. <laughs> okay. So in case you missed it, siblings, they're asking for $4 a month, $7.99 for th- uh, a month for three months, uh, or $19.99 for the year. For their regular one, that doesn't seem to have changed. But then remember how they were like, yeah, if you want to add this retro gaming bundle or whatever else that they had announced with it, um, it jumps to $49.99 for the year or a family plan for $79.99 a year. Yeah. Okay. You know how much I'm paying right now for a family plan? I I didn't even think about family plans being that much different. Barely (laughs) over $30. Oh, wow. Over $30 with tax and now you want to you want to charge me an extra 50 bucks yeah for what in 64 games and sega games what the hell is wrong with you yeah oof i just saw that huge gap yeah like 30 bucks just from the regular one let's just say you're solo person buying your yearly plan you were paying 20 bucks now it's 50 yeah 
I, I personally, since it's not going to change anything on my end, I'm not going to give him my money. Because I feel like I'm not going to cave to the possibility of having, oh, look at this thing that I really want to play. No. I yeah. played it. You're not giving me anything new. You're giving me two consoles and a yeah. bunch of games that, uh, you know, I've played a hundred times over and you've milked to shit. No, I'm not. And giving we've you... asked to just be able to buy these things outright. Yeah. No, I'm not giving you an extra $50 for this mess. Absolutely not. No. Period. And that's the way to do it. And I you hope. Do it with your wallet. Yeah. I hope the rest of you do the same because I understand the online services, you know, that you have to have it. But unfortunately, yeah. I, I'm not paying I'm not giving them extra money for those not not for those games. Absolutely no. No, no, no. Yeah, that's just a huge jump, especially for what's announced thus far. It's not even that many. Yeah. And I mean you could have added five, maybe even ten bucks on. Fine. Fair. Five, ten bucks, you know. Thirty? Fifty. Mm. 50 yeah in your case especially with the family like the hubs and i just share one because we you know he rarely plays it and it doesn't matter to me if he's playing on my game or whatever like i just don't pay the family plan thing but yeah yeah 80 bucks a month for that Mm -mm. especially when you might be the only one in the household to play those other games too yeah right or does your wife play those no they do absolutely do not animal so that would be you just paying 50 extra bucks for yourself basically i'm not doing it Again, I playing the online stuff every now and again if I'm in the mood, you know. Will I go look at what new Nintendo games or what new Super Nintendo games have dropped and be like, oh, and I'll mess around with it for like 30 minutes to an hour and just mm-hmm. be like, okay, that was fun, and I'm done right. with it. I, I mean, I honestly feel like if that was a part of the tier for the online service, mm-hmm. I would probably cut that out too just to save some money. And I know it's a yearly package, and that mm-hmm. trust me, that, that sucks me in real quick because yeah. I'm like, one flat fee and I don't have to worry about it. Great. Right. But and it usually ends up cheaper in the long run. Yeah. But. <laughs> but I'm putting my foot down. I'm not going to pay $80 for some, possibly some games that I may or may not want to play. Right. And I, I promise you, at some point they're going to drop a game on there. And that's what's going to do it. It's going to tempt me to the point mm-hmm. and I've got I've to stand strong. Just don't look. I just don't well, know what it is. We might have to report about it. <laughs> okay, so. okay. Here it is. This is and, and this one to me is a, a it's um it's a big one that I honestly don't feel like that they'll be able to put back on the service or put on the service at all. But if there's one game that would make me drop that eighty bucks, it would be Conquer's Bad Fur Day because it was a game that I loved so much. Yeah. And I played to death. That when everything just kind of disappeared, and then, of course, Rare got bought up by Microsoft and all this other stuff, I was like, well, I guess I'll never play that again. But if they could find a way to put it on that service, that would be the thing to tempt me. Because I want to play that game again. I've always wanted to play that game again. And I know I could probably get it on, what, Game Pass or whatever, because I know there's a Rare collection on there somewhere. Yeah, I haven't looked for it specifically, but maybe... I just, I want that game. I don't need yeah. all that other crap, but... This is why we emulate games. That's right, because <laughs> they like to... give us other ways to buy them. Mm-hmm. 
Anyway. But still on Nintendo. Mm-hmm. And uh, since you've been playing it, don't know if you've come across this issue or not. Um, there seems to be a progress hampering bug that players have experienced in Metroid Dread as of this. Well, this week is when I see it. It hasn't been out that long. Mm. Uh, but apparently players, if you're playing this and you're like, crap, I'm stuck, can't move on. Um, apparently this occurs near the final stages too of Metroid Dread. So I don't know if this is a spoiler for you. You might be past it. This isn't mm. sound like a spoiler, guys, but just warning in case. But um, Nintendo stated that the bug seems to only occur with certain requirements while you're waiting for the patch. They gave us a little PSA on a workaround. Um, apparently the patch should hit the end of this month. So you shouldn't have too terribly long to wait. Um, but if the player destroys a door, it looks like there's some sort of map marker that you can place and the door is displayed on screen. Mm-hmm. It will forcibly close the game. Like apparently people were just like that marker was there, that door, the game hard shut down. So Nintendo just suggests for the time being, if you've already encountered this bug, to start the events again, if you can, go back to that one um, and then restart the game before playing that sequence. Like apparently stopping it, restarting the game, then playing that sequence once you've Mm. removed the door icon map marker. Um, It prevents the error from occurring and you should be able to actually move on. But some people were not able to progress past this point because of this map marker door fiasco that seems so innocent. I don't know why like why that would do it but there you go siblings if you're like oh my god why the hell can't i i guess just do this for the time being just restart the game for that sequence there at the end mm-hmm. i was trying to be vague so i didn't do spoilers but if you've been playing the game maybe it'll go aha i know what she's talking about. <laughs> you know so i tried to be vague to not spoil but if if me so maybe it wasn't helpful maybe i should just anyway download the patch if you want later long. i'm trying to not spoil and give you news i don't know how um so yeah that's my Nintendo news. Okay. I'm mentioning this because I thought it was hilarious. I know you rolled your eyes or whatever, but a modder made Squid Game in GTA 5. Mm. And I. <laughs> Did you watch it? I watched a little of it, yeah. I actually thought it was quite entertaining. Um, it was a YouTuber who goes by Vadact. I hope I said that right. Looks like he does this with GTA 5, though, when I was looking on his page, like recreates these different scenarios in the game. But uh, actually created the whole freaking thing, man. In in there, he was playing the characters from Squid Game. They modded like the outfits that, you know, the workers wore with the circles mm. and the triangles and all of that. Um, <laughs> and he just recreated a couple of the games, which uh, they did red light, green light, and then yeah. they did the bridge, and oh, then yeah. um, they did uh, hide and seek, which isn't actually in the um, show. Uh, but I thought it was hilarious, and I just I tell you, I have to mention modern things because it just it entertains me to no end. It entertains me to no end. So I recommend watching that if you just want like a fifteen minute short thing that somebody put together, and it was just entertaining to me. Um, but bigger reason why I was bringing that up too is, uh, Netflix is tossing around the idea of making this a game because of course they are. Well, I mean, I they mean, are trying to get into games. So, right. Not? And this was very successful for them. So, mm-hmm. uh, yeah. Netflix Asia executive Min Young Kim, uh, says a squid game video game is being considered. Um, sounds like they're already bringing it to the table, um, and having these talks, on what a Squid Game IP would even look like. So it sounds very, very, very early. 
um, which probably means we're going to see merch and all that kind of stuff coming out of it too. If they're talking about this being so like IP line, you know, like mm-hmm. it's own thing. Um, but Kim didn't provide any speculation on what the game adaptation would look like at this time. So it sounds like the just coffee talk still for the moment. What would this look like when we're sitting at the table? What do mm-hmm. you got guys? <clears throat> but uh, yeah, I don't know. I think we'll see that on their their service. It totally makes sense. Netflix yeah. going into gaming. They got this mm. really popular thing. I could totally see this being a game, a video game of some sort. I don't know how, but I mean, I, I understand that games are games, and I, I guess I just don't understand, like, what in what through line do you make this a thing to do? Watch it just be like a BR game of sorts. Yeah. like Kind of like how... Um, Oh shoot! Oh, uh, Fall Guys. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Kind of like that is what I envision. Only not so cutesy, of course. Mm. Like (laughs) blood everywhere, (laughs) right? Blood, you know, and and gore and what hot or how far they take it. I don't Mm. know on their video games. We'll see. Uh, But still on the Rockstar grind, uh, the GTA trilogy. officially i guess announced i feel like we've been talking about it forever but i guess now since they officially are talking about it we can pretend like now we know where Mm -hmm. we did it before i don't know whatever (laughs) but they're happy to sell it back to you for 70 bucks um (laughs) looks like you're getting those three games is it i like i can't find anything is this a remaster they literally just trilogize i know that's probably not a word this and then Put the it way back out for you, the way it sounded, uh, just you know, upscaled to, to I guess, HD or mm-hmm. 4K or whatever, and they've modernized the controls, but that's sure, about okay. as far as we're going. We're not going to get you know, polished Let's graphics, get three and, games, but right. still, I mean, do you remember how terrible they, they looked? With their block, I mean, compared well, to today, at the time, sure. Yeah, at the time, yeah, that's just how how it looked. Their hands are all blocky and squared, like, and yeah, you know. faces aren't nowhere near as detailed. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, that that was just the the day you know day and age it was brought up in. But yeah, I don't know. So there you go. I guess if you were looking forward to being able to play it on something more current that you might have in your home, uh, here is the trilogy for you. Um, there was also a leak of the achievements list. I, I don't, I didn't care if you care. There's a leak. Go see it. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know what that tells us, but I guess, you know, um, probably maybe didn't really have a whole lot of them before creating some for the trilogy. So there might be some new ones there for you to get. Mm. Uh, but it is set to release later this year on the playstations, the Xboxes, switch and PC, and even a mobile version in 2022. Mm. There you go. So yeah, you want to play this, go play it on all the things. Uh, all right. I'm going to attempt to, 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 to talk about this siblings. It's a, it's an area I vaguely understand, but I think I understand it and I'm trying to put more understanding to it because it doesn't make any sense. Mm-hmm. And since so many people think it makes sense, I think I'm the dumb one. I don't know. It's a vicious cycle. Anyway, yeah. we're going to try to talk about this whole steam banning crypto and NFTs while Epic apparently now wants to embrace it. I think just to be the honorary kid, really and truly. <laughs> but I don't know that I completely understand this whole medium with cryptocurrency and NFTs people. And I don't know that there is anything to understand. But maybe, like, again, I think maybe I'm trying to put more to it. Uh, but ever since they've become a thing... <laughs> 
matter what I read on it, there's a disconnect. But I was reading articles about how Steam has banned the use of cryptocurrencies or NFTs to be exchanged on their storefront. Mm-hmm. Um, a dev team that goes by Space Pirate noticed this in Valve's What You Shouldn't Publish on Steam as they were currently working on an NFT-based game, whatever that would look like. Um, again, I don't get what that would look like, an NFT-based game. But uh, the change was because the company doesn't allow games itself that could have real-world value. And I feel like that's been there for a while. Maybe mm-hmm. we're just now talking about it because it was just noticed. But I f- feel like that rule might have been on Steam for a bit. But anyway. Um, but since then, of course, Epic announced it'll embrace it. Well, sort of, with conditions. Um, which is a direct contradiction to like two weeks ago <coughs> um, from Sweeney, who had replied to a tweet about these games saying, we aren't touching NFTs as the whole field is currently tangled up with an intractable mix of scams, interesting decentralized tech foundations and scams. So he, he felt the need to say scams twice. Um, but then now he's like, there, Epic's like, yeah, cool. Come here. Sell, sell them here. So we're like, what? What do you What do you want, Epic? What's going on? Uh, but he followed up okay. with a distinction for us for this case. So according to Sweeney, he and Epic make a distinction between the company as a game developer and as a tech company. So while the game dev Epic won't touch NFTs, they're not going to make those games. Mm-hmm. You you can sell you can make them and, and sell them for us on our on our storefront. So the tech company version of Epic is totally open and ready to do business with blockchain devs and creators. Um, the dev team's not willing to make their own. I'm not sure I still get it, but they were like, we'll publish it. We'll give you money and let you put it on our store, but we're just not going to create our own. That's the distinction that he put out. Okay. I, mm-hmm. Hmm. Mm-hmm. I mean, Maybe that's the look I had all day uh, yesterday trying to weed through this. <laughs> so... <coughs> You're saying that, <clears throat> forgive the uh, comparison here, so uh, I'm not going to rape you, mm-hmm. but if you want to, <laughs> uh, you're more than welcome to here. Yes. I just, I don't want to be a part of it, but you are more than welcome to rape whoever you want right here in our space. Right. I'm just not going to create that myself, but I'll allow it to happen. I don't know. So those are the conditions, I guess. Fully embrace it. Eh, eh, eh. Again. I feel like they just saw that Steam isn't doing a thing, but gosh, what you could do over here while we still don't give you a cart. Yeah, I think you're focusing yeah. on the wrong things, Epic. Give us a freaking cart. No, no, they're not going to give you a cart. They've heard this argument for so long now. I think they're doing it on purpose just to be like, no, no. Fine. Don't let me put six games at once in play. No, Fine. I'll buy one. I mean, I don't buy any. I'm that jerk that goes on there and takes all their free games. But I know. just saying. Hey, Voodoo's doing the same thing. I'm trying to buy movies, and you want me to buy a bunch of $4.99 movies that I really want to do, but you're going to make me go through each one, and then I'm yeah. just like, I'm not going to do that, because Eventually then my card's going to get cards- flagged. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then I'm just, I'm worried about it, and then that's why I like to do the bundles, you know, where it's like, pick three for $14.99, and I was like, yeah, that's yeah. about the same. <laughs> right. Yeah. Like, I don't get it. Like, why are you hampering us from spending more money i don't yeah. know whatever, i'm trying but... to do you a favor <laughs> right i'm trying to give you more money <laughs> and you're making it too hard nintendo does the same thing buy all our coins and then turn it in it's like just yeah. let me buy the damn game um anyway so yeah i don't know we'll see i don't know that i completely understand 
it in a video game. Mm-hmm. I think we finally decided that it's really the none of this is anything. And I'm yeah. trying to give it meaning, I think. Um, I, I mean, I just don't understand why people uh, like own a GIF. I guess I don't understand. And like, do you think you own it? Because it's been spread on the Internet. Somebody's already taken it. Like, I guess I don't understand how we tell that's yours. Well, see, uh, you may have seen that I tweeted something this week, said that I'm yeah, the owner. Yeah, you of, own one. I, I have two. Help me. I have two. And Help I don't me. I don't know what they are. They're just these so you things. Got, you, so is it a picture? No, it's it a looks digital? like a it looks like a disc drive and it has Batman on it and I'm like well I don't I don't I have no idea what this is but I own it but there's it, no like distinctive marking or anything that's like this is Stevens I own this that, that's that's the part of it that I just don't understand because I'm looking at it saying how do I know that you couldn't have just gotten the same thing that I just got right I I don't know I. But I own Siblings. them, apparently. If someone can direct me to somewhere that can help me make sense of this, or just let us know that we we understand and we're just I'm just trying to give it more meaning than there is. Mm-hmm. I, I I'm starting to think that's what it is. That yeah. so many people are into it that I just think that I'm missing something, and I don't know that I am anymore. I just think I just it's not for me. I guess mm-hmm. <laughs> it's just not something. Anyway, be, yeah. To be clear, I didn't pay for those. Okay, this was like okay. something that where the DC fandom uh, thing happened, which I hope that's a great segue. Uh, <laughs> it just they were just like, "Hey, uh, claim your since you're a fan and you're you're awesome. Claim your NFT now." And I'm like, "Okay, uh-huh. I'll, I'll do that." And then I claimed I mean, it. You still like pictures? Yeah. So. But when I did, I just get another email. It's like, hey, you just earned a bonus NFT. It's like, oh, you're just throwing this shit away now. All right, great. I'll just claim that one too. It's raining fungibles. I don't know. I tried to make it work and it just didn't work yet. Too many syllables. There really was. NFTs. Anyway, that was a good segue though because I did have DC fandom up next. Hey, look at that. Look at you and the mind reading. It was long, huh? A little bit. Yeah, I actually... Uh, I had to I, stop. I wasn't here like when it started. Uh, I had left the house for a second. I knew it was coming and I was like, well, I'll, I'll catch some stuff. And when I got back, you know, I just turned it on and then it just kept going and going and i was like you know what i've got other things i, I kind of need mm-hmm. to do and i do want to see some of what you're doing but i see also see what you're doing is you're holding off batman for last yeah because you know that's what everyone's here for yeah. so uh, i'll just wait and I'll, I'll watch that later and i'll get um, that five minute clip later on on youtube Thank yeah you. you're gonna sit here and dick me around all day <laughs> Uh, anywho, but there was a couple of video game announcements, which mm-hmm. is why we're bringing it up here. Thanks to Steven for finding the second one. Cause I told him, I was like, it was long, man. I had to check out. Did mm-hmm. I miss a bunch of stuff? Cause I was any, whatever. Uh, so video game news that came out of it. You got a new trailer for the suicide squad kill the justice league. Uh, mm-hmm. you get to see Harley Quinn, a dead shot and friends taking on the justice league member. You didn't even so. try to learn the other names. Did you? <laughs> No, I wrote down. Uh, no, I didn't. Captain yeah. Boomerang and King Shark. Damn, I'm really surprised I did it. I was like reading through. I was trying to write it this morning because it just happened yesterday. You know, I suck. This That's is okay. why I shouldn't be doing this anyway. Right. But <laughs> but they're under the control of Brainiac. Hmm. I didn't I didn't find all that out there. It's like I, whatever. It's Which a multiplayer third person shooter. Um, looks like you can play alone or up to three players. Some of this stuff I think we already knew because it was hmm. what kind of announced a year ago, two years ago. Uh, it was a bit ago. 
Yeah, it wasn't that Again, long time. ago. What is time? Uh, but in a different announcement, Rocksteady said you can play it like solo with friends, like AI can jump in. So it still sounds like you can do that. Although mm-hmm. I feel like this was just a cinematic trailer, so I didn't see any gameplay. Right. Um, so it looks fine, but I try to reserve a lot of the excitement until I see how the game itself is going to play. Yeah. Um, personally. Uh, let's see here. I think they said 2022 is the aimed release date. Uh, looks like PS5, Xbox, XS, and PC. So your next gen. Cool. PC. Yeah. I, you know, I want it to be good. Mm-hmm. It I, looks like fun. It, yeah. They, they, they are selling <laughs> the fun aspect of it. Uh, so let's just hope it is. Yeah. Is, you know. Yeah. <laughs> That's what I, it's like. I want to see the gameplay itself because I'm like, I'm sold on the story mm-hmm. and like the situation and all that kind of stuff. Cause it's tomfoolery. It's fun. It's suicide squat, you know? Yeah. Um, but again, I just want to see how it plays. I just now, want to see how it plays, but it's rock steady. I have a feeling it might follow kind of the same formula as they use, which isn't, it's bad. I like it. I yeah. think it flows well. Now, I don't know <laughs> if you noticed or not. And I didn't really notice it all that much last time, but this time, it seemed a lot more apparent. They really patterned Harley's face. Yeah, they off did. Off of Margot Robbie. Like, it is almost... Identical Like, now. really teetering a line not to be her, but clearly... Oh, like, even, like, the, the voice was fairly close, I think. hmm Like, in so, the sound and tone and everything that she yeah. did, it too. Uh, yeah. Like I said, it's, it's teetering a line, so it's not uh, legally <laughs> bound... She could. They could probably get away with it because of the makeup. Yeah. Probably. I don't know. But whatever. I guess it depends on what they. Yeah. Let them real worry about the legality. I'm sure they could have gotten her involved if they wanted to. I. She seems like she's all in for the character. Mm Mm-hmm. So. Yeah. But might have been too expensive too. Who knows? I don't know. It's interesting this year, right? Like the money we see getting thrown from indies for big celebs, and then like the opposite when it comes the other way around. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Um, but there was also another look at Gotham Knight Court of Owls. Thank you, because mm-hmm. I could not find this to save my life. Uh, looks like the first peak of the game. Um, feels like it was. This is the one where they were set like after Batman's dead, right? Mm-hmm. And like we're. Um, you saw Robin and Batgirl, Nightwing and Red Hood. See, look yeah, at me. Look, look at, at me. I did look into that one. Uh, captured by, but of course, I was really into it when I saw like the owls and the penguin thing at the end. It was hilarious to me. Um, in the cinematic trailer, they showed some behind the scenes stuff too. If you're mm-hmm. interested in that, there was like a another three minute video where some of the devs and things like that talk about just Batman and seeing new characters come to life and what's being done with it. So if you're into that sort of thing, mm-hmm. um, that was like what short three to four minute little deal. Um, but that was really about it on this one was like that cinematic trailer and then picking yeah. apart what we saw in there and then the behind the scenes thing. Again, looks like a rock steady game, if I'm mm-hmm. honest, and looks fun. Um, we'll see when more stuff comes out with gameplay because that's yeah. always my hang up. I mean, the only thing that I have uh, that I want to see out of the game since they've announced it is uh, obviously there's four characters to choose from. I'm really hoping there's some diversity between the four. So Robin doesn't feel like Nightwing. Nightwing doesn't oh, feel like there. Red Hood. And Red Hood uh, isn't Batgirl. You know, mm-hmm. just I want each one to have this distinct play style. You know, maybe Robin is faster, 
quicker, sure. but maybe not a powerhouse. Whereas mm-hmm. Red Hood, you know, he's got his guns. He can go at a distance. Mm-hmm. Maybe Nightwing is a little bit more well-balanced. Yeah. Batgirl could be the more well-balanced. I don't know. Just... Hopefully, yeah, just so, so, to, to make it feel like you're legit stepping in a different pair of shoes for a moment. Right. Instead and of then just re-skinning some animations or something. Yeah. yeah. And, and, you know, maybe you can change your tactics. Maybe if, I, again, I don't know if you are just playing different characters in different areas or if you can choose different mm-hmm. characters because they haven't really, maybe they have and I just didn't pay attention. But um, if you can change your tactics... You know, that would be kind of neat, too, in each area. I don't know. It just yeah. it seems like it could be a lot of fun, and I'm, I'm hoping for uh, a fun time. I'm looking forward to it, too. I feel like, and again, what can you get from a cinematic trailer? It almost felt like it's probably like when a different scene happens and you're now playing this story for a minute with so-and-so, whomever mm. was up at, uh, at that thing. But we'll see. You're right. It could just be a swap. It feels like you would just follow the story and have to follow whomever was doing what at what time. You know, I'll be honest with you, what, what's uh, bugging me the most is there used to be a time, like I remember a, a moment in time, long ago, when uh, licensed games, you know, with characters that we all know and love from other mm-hmm. mediums, yeah, games would be kind of like, uh, you, know, you know, hit and miss because they're just yeah. trying to bank for... You know, or it's hey, legit a remake of the movie show, whatever that you're just playing word for word. Basically. Yeah, and it could be a, some side scrolling whatever, and you're just like, what the hell is this? And then mm-hmm. eventually they got good, and we're like, oh, okay. And then we were really doing good there for a while, and then the Avengers came out, and we're like, all right, I don't know what's happening. So now yeah. we're back in. Can't this... win them all, I guess. <laughs> well, because you, now you don't know, because you'd think that they were starting to really find their footing and. Then someone makes a huge misstep like that. Yeah. After all that we've learned, and then you go and screw it up. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. Well. I want <laughs> we've seen it before. Yeah. <laughs> we'll see it again. It's it's just that at one point in time I used to be excited for these games again, and now I'm very reserved because when Avengers was announced, I was like, oh yeah, and then. Mm-mm, not touching yeah. that with a 10-foot pole. Yeah, I guess we've got to just start looking at everything individually because we've had some, well, over the last year, <laughs> some teams we all loved, trusted, didn't think could do any wrong. Mm-hmm. And poop the bed. Well, I have a few quickets to fly through. I know you said you had a lot to talk about. I didn't uh-huh. know if there was any other news you wanted to, to bring up. I've got a few quickets to uh, fly through it. Well... Epic finally admitted to steal. I mean, being inspired by Among Us uh-huh. this week. Yeah, little okay. you know, after all this time. Uh, so with the imposter mode and a tweet that would have been sweet to me had yeah. they not already, you know, had Inner Sloth not already tried to reach out to you. <laughs> <laughs> but whatever. Um, but Fortnite tweeted their Fortnite account. I should say not Epic. Imposters mode was inspired by Among Us game and actually tagged the game this time, you know, mm-hmm. and received some updates and goes on to list whatever those were coming to the game, right? And then Among Us account replied with the little eyes emote. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, we're up. You mentioned me. What's going on? Uh, so then Fortnite replied going, hey, since we've got you here, uh, we're some big fans and want to work on something fun together. You know, and so they were like, cool, yeah, let's jump into DMs. I'm just like, you know, they said they did that a long time ago. Mm-hmm. I mean, finally, good. Yeah. But. Yeah. 
Too little too late? I don't late? know. A little too late to me. I don't know. But if, if, if they're fine with the dev team and everything, you know, by all means, they're the ones involved and have to deal with it. I just think it's kind of crappy that they allowed it to go on this long with no response. Yeah. And then now. But regardless, they admitted it, as we all already do. Um, sure. Okay. You probably saw this one. And I was just going to bring it up because I thought you might find it fun. Ed Boone's tweet. Did you see about talking about Mortal Kombat 30 years ago? No. Oh, yeah. So you should go check that out. He did tweet it out. Apparently, it's not quite 30 years yet, but since the starting of the making of the game, Mm -hmm. he said Mortal Kombat was 30 years old on the day of the tweet um, and, and, and showed a video, which I found very interesting, which I think you would love or if you people had missed it here um, behind the scenes of like some Scorpio filming. Scorpion, Scorpio, uh, the filming behind the scenes and like the epic get over here, like how that just came to be and yeah. how even, you know, having the chains and stuff coming from his hand. It was just interesting. They literally were just sitting around collaborating, going, what if, how about let's try and here we know and love it 30 years later, couldn't live without it in our game. So I thought that was fun. Uh, so check out his Twitter. Um, he does have that up there. And uh, keep an eye on follow him, I think, because like, it'll officially be 30 with the game next year. Mm-hmm. It sounded like he was going to be dropping some fun stuff between now and that. So okay. go follow Ed Boone if you don't already, guys, and you want to get some of that stuff. It was, it was really fun to watch. It was just such an interesting thing. Duh, that's how everything comes about. But just when you see something so iconic in its early stages like that before it's a thing. Mm-hmm. It was just fun to watch. Um, <laughs> Xbox is officially rolling out that X mini fridge. Yeah. Oh, it's a real thing. Yeah. It's a thing. This meme can now be your reality in your home. And you can pre-order on October 19th if you want it. Did you see how much it was? No. Should I play a, should I play a, would you buy that for a dollar? Uh, I'm not buying it, <laughs> so no. <laughs> <laughs> well... You can get it for $100. I think it's a Target exclusive, actually, as I was reading through it. So, you know why? I don't know. I mean, it's... <laughs> for a mini fridge? Cheaper than I thought. I think it's only like like one of those Red Bull-sized ones or whatever. But still, I mean, so huh. if you want your own little Xbox mini fridge to keep all your Mountain Dew cold in, there you go. Can I make it look Mountain like the Dew. Xbox Series X. <laughs> They embraced the meme and now will monetize. Um, and then I caught a small article about an update on Vampire the Masquerade Bloodlines 2. I just, I got to stop reading about it. It's just making me sad. Um, the game apparently was just going to be canned altogether. It looked like they decided to maybe try to breathe some more life into it. But uh, in an interview with a person whose name, I doubt I should even try, if I'm honest with you. Nahets Byron... Direct Wester. Sure. We're going to call him Wester. Okay. Uh, so let's say Wester for now. Uh, said that when Paradox took control from the previous developers, they just almost scrapped the entire thing. Um, now they still haven't actually said who's like working on it now since Hardsuit Labs was fired, forced to resign, what, however mm-hmm. you want to look at that situation. Uh, but they're collaborating with a new studio partner to finish work on the game. I, this is a I believe it when I see it kind of situation. I was so excited. Yeah. I was so excited. And I was a fan of the OG game. Yes, with its bugs and glorious crashes and all. It was a great story. I think it was fun. I was really looking forward to this. And now I'm just not so sure with all the problems they had. And now that I know the original team is no longer involved. I don't know. We'll see. 
just seems so close. Yeah. Because they already had like these long trailers coming out. I just, I'm now I'm scared they're like going to revamp how they, (laughs) (laughs) uh, how they do everything. Uh, And whatever. I just want my good vampire RPG again, please. Yeah. Um, and then the last one I put, just so we all can feel old for a minute, uh, Ace Attorney, uh, it turned 20 on October 12th. Woo! Yeah. 20 years since Feels that like hit yesterday. your hand held. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, but that's all the little crickets that I saw. Um, how was about to you? I was trying to rush through them a little bit since I know we have a beefy headliner. Yeah. I mean, it didn't, it wasn't something I was planning. It just happened. You know, sometimes it just happens. When you're passionate about a thing. Yeah. Not, I guess we'll have to see. Well, you we see. don't know yet. Uh, what are we going to be talking about? Well, if you, you listen to me answer somebody on Twitter, you probably already know. Of course, you're already knowing because you've seen the icon. We go through this every week. Damn it. We try to pretend like we're hiding something from no, y'all without like we but we've already given you all the info before yeah. we even start. It's it's all here. <laughs> so you know what? Uh let's talk about it. You know, it's been a while since I played a Metroid title. Mm-hmm. Uh you know, they don't come out on a rapid pace like Call of Duty or Madden or even FIFA, which may not happen anymore, but <laughs> Or EA Sports FC. Mm-hmm. So you know, I kinda feel like it's understandable when I haven't played one in a while. Uh, the last one I remember playing, I think, was uh, Metroid Other M on the Wii. But even as I say that, I'm not 100% sure because I feel like I also played Metroid Fusion, which was a handheld. Uh-huh. And that kind of sounds familiar, <laughs> so I'm not 100% sure. When you start having over like 20 games, it's yeah. just... But like I said, it's been so long, so I'm not 100% sure. But mm-hmm. lucky for me... Both of those games were the narrative predecessors to Metroid Dread, which is what we'll be talking about today. Uh, you know, one of my absolute favorite games uh, was out of the series was Super Metroid for the Super Nintendo. I'm not, I don't know why that one is so good in my eyes. It could be nostalgia, but I, I can pick it up and play it at any point in time. And it's still so damn good. And I think it's the standard in which I hold all other Metroid games to. Not that they need to replicate it, but can you be as good as that? You know, everything about that game is perfection when it comes to this series. So, you know, keep that in mind. That's as the I, gold standard yeah, for you. So that's- for me. May not be for everybody, but that is for me. Uh, but I was talking about narrative since, you know, the other two I kind of mentioned were narrative predecessors. That uh, Super Metroid is also kind of a narrative predecessor in regards because the series is long and they've tried to maintain some sort of uh, narrative sense in the story. So you're always kind of aware where it's dropping in. So how important is it here? Uh, depends. You know, I could say... For a new player of the franchise, you might feel a little bit lost and overwhelmed if you try to understand what is kind of going on. But that said, I don't feel like it's necessary, if you kind of follow me. Yeah, okay. Um, 
having so the, fine, but it, it's one of those things where if you have that knowledge, you're kind of be like, oh yeah, 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 I remember. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. So it, it's not contingent on that. I just feel like you having the knowledge, the backstory, the lore from previous games, it, it kind of get you get you in there, and you're like, oh yeah, 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 I got it. Mm-hmm. I, I know where you're at. Uh, but I do kind of want to talk about where we are in the story uh, for all the initiated and uninitiated alike. For the sake of context, I'm going to give you a little bit of backstory in the best way possible. I'm going to try to condense it like a can of Campbell's soup. Tomato soup, mind you, because that stuff is thick. Now, Samus Aran is a bounty hunter who was sent to the planet Zebes to retrieve an alien life form known as a Metroid, which is an organism that feeds off the life energy of others. That's where the series gets its name. Uh, several samples were stolen from the Galactic Federation by the Space Pirates. Makes me feel good that Nintendo didn't even try with that name either. I didn't have to worry about uh, feeling bad about bad names. Uh, they plan to use the Metroids as bioweapons. That seems to be a running theme throughout these games because that's what we do. Samus defeats the Space Pirates, destroys the Metroids. Uh, sometime after those events, the Galactic Federation decides to obliterate the Metroid homeworld, SR388. Obviously, that doesn't happen, and Samus has to do it for them because the Galactic Federation is apparently a bunch of incompetent fools. Now, while she's there, she encounters an infant Metroid who imprints on her and is like, hey, you're my mommy. She finishes her mission, she takes the baby with her, she drops it off to a bunch of scientists. They're going to utilize its physiology for energy-producing abilities to benefit mankind. But those damn space pirates come back, take the infant, because they had plans, and she ruined them. And they're going to do what they planned on doing. So she uh, reaches the pirates' home base, she's looking for the baby... And by the time she finds it, this thing has turned into a giant somehow. We're not really sure how, but it's a gigantic baby, and it tries to attack and kill her, but then it realizes, oh my god, that's my mommy, what have I done? And it runs away sulking. It's sad. But then, when she's... So giant babies running away? It runs away because it's like, mommy, no! Giant infant that could run. This is terrifying. Well, you have to know what a Metroid looks like for... You know, it's a big gelatinous blob thing with with. Well, that's even more terrible. Yeah, it's it. They're creepy. Now, uh, See, once once Samus is attacked by the mother brain, uh, the baby comes in and, and saves her. You know, from being attacked, and it's like she's like, "No, my baby," because she destroys it, and kills it. And you're like, "No, <laughs> she killed my baby." But then the baby's, you know, it, it helps you out. The baby. Anyway. Baby. Uh, once you defeat Mother Brain, you escape, and then the whole planet of Zebes is destroyed. Ba-boom. There's the space planet. Space pirate planet is now destroyed. After those events, Samus discovers a bottle ship where a faction of the Galactic Federation, they're propagating Metroids because, you know, they're no better than the damn space pirates. They're cloning the remnants of the infant to do this thing, mm-hmm. then they have created a simulated mother brain program to help kind of control them. Samus, you know, does her thing. She returns to the Metroid home planet, SR388, to ensure that the Metroids are destroyed because they're a threat. 
But there's yet another problem, a parasite that they ah. just dub X. And this parasite infects Samus, uh, but she's cured using a vaccine given to her by the Galactic Federation developed using the cells of the baby Metroid. So now she has like Metroid DNA. Uh, it's getting complicated. Investigating a nearby space station, she discovers another Metroid incubator designed by the damn Federation. So what does she do? She crashes that mother into the Metroid planet and kaboom! No more Metroids. Oh, see, I was actually thinking she was going to like fire it up and start pushing out some Metroid babies. <laughs> no, no. So, yeah, you know. this game is picking up after all of that. So, to our knowledge, there are no more Metroids. Right? They're extinct. That's that's what we're basing it on. Uh, well, she, then that was a short game. Well, that's that's what this one is picking up. That was the entire series condensed in a jerk. nutshell. Uh, now, this story picks up after a video transmission is sent to the Galactic Federation. You remember that incompetent group uh, mm-hmm. showing that the X parasite that infected Samus is now present on another planet called ZDR. Why is it called ZDR? Who the hell knows? I don't know. Uh, the Federation sends out research robots called EMMI or Emmys to investigate. Okay. There's a longer name, but I didn't care to write it down. Uh, but like all these games, uh, you know, they lose contact. And guess who has to go check it out? Sam. Ah, yeah. Because apparently she's the only competent person in the galaxy. Now that we're up to speed, <laughs> let's talk about the game. I do want to start off and and just hear me out. I may be coming off like a jerk, and I don't mean to. But if you referred to this game as a Metroidvania game, you need to realize how ridiculous you sound calling a Metroid game a Metroidvania game because, of course, it is. Where do you think the name came from, you moron? You know, it's one of the two game series that the term is derived from. Was it a young person? Were Probably. Like, to them, Metroidvania was just a term? <laughs> Probably. I don't know. I don't know. I try to help people out far too much. Yeah. And look, look. Granted, there's the Prime series of, of the games uh, that, that are FPS games, and, mm-hmm. and they are good for what they are. But this, to me, is what Metroid should be. You know, this is what... This is its uh, finer essence, if you will. You know, the the preferred way I'd like to play a Metroid game. Uh, After the game's brief story recap and introductory cutscene, you are dropped on the planet, and you have very minor tutorials to get yourself familiar with anything. They don't really kind of give you anything. They're just like, uh, this is your shoot, this is your jump, and uh, there you go. Have fun. Okay. And, you know, which is kind of surprising and bold in this day and age because you feel like you get stuck with 30-minute tutorials. Oh, my God, right? Just to do anything. But, no, they're just like, here's a game. Go. See ya. And and as I, I kind of... respect that. Yeah. Oh, d- don't get me wrong. I mean, there was a lot of respect to it. But as I played through my first area, uh, you know, I was just like, I, I don't know if I'm doing everything. Like, I felt like I was missing something. Like, because I didn't have that guiding hand... We've been so yeah, programmed to think I need to know more. Where it's like, wait, did I 
do everything. Then? But but yet when they do that, you're just like, please, just let me get to the gameplay. Right? <laughs> just, why is the tutorial an hour? Yeah. So it, it was this odd, weird di dichotomy there. I, yeah. I wanted it, but I didn't want it anyway. See, if they would just do booklets like back in the day, let me read through it. Now, the one thing that I should have known um, as I was exploring the, the, the initial areas is that in every Metroid game, you're going to have to come back. You know, that's where the, the Metroidvania term comes in, where you have to re-explore certain areas and find things that you didn't find before because you got a new ability or you got a new thing. And my uh, instinctive wanting to explore, you know, aspect just kind of kicked in. I was going, oh, I can't go here. Oh, I can't go here. Oh, what's up there? Oh, my God, I can't do anything. And I was getting frustrated, but I should have known. It's like, just go, go. And I don't know why I thought it was going to be any different. Uh, there did seem to be a very specific moment when the world, as I played, felt immediately more explorable. You know what I mean? Okay. Like, it was almost like, hey, play up to this point. Just just keep going. You know, there's kind of a set path here. Just keep going, and you'll get there eventually where you can go explore a little bit more. And then there was that, I hit that moment, and I was like, ooh, ooh. I can go back here, I can go here, I can go find that, I can go look here. Ooh, I remember seeing that. And then it was at that moment, I went back and started doing a little more exploring and trying to find little secrets and hidden gems and things like that. And that's when I, I kind of found myself not wanting to stop playing. Not that I wanted to stop before that, but it was more like, oh, I gotta stop, oh, I gotta go to bed, oh, uh, you know, that kind of moment. Now, it took me a moment to kind of get a handle on the button layout. Like, I don't want to say that it, it's awkward in any way, but I just felt like there was a lot, you know? Yeah. Like, okay. sometimes it just felt a little overwhelming because they have the, the shoot and the jump right where I want them. But then there were these other control schemes that just it kind of... I know it's ideal... And I don't know what more you could do differently, but it just, I felt like I was struggling to get everything up here in my head. You know what okay, I'm saying? Yeah. Like one struggle I had was with the new precision. Like I understand what to do. I can't make it happen. Yeah. Like something <laughs> yeah. is, is, you know, just not happening in my head to, to connect dots. Like one struggle I had was with the precision aim system that they've added, which allows you to kind of aim and fire in any direction. So you hit, I think it's your L1 button or whatever they designated as your L button. You kind of go into a locked stance and you can just move your arm cannon and shoot wherever, around you, behind you, down, up, wherever. You know, mm -hmm. 360 degrees. And it's a wonderful mechanic and very precise aim, especially if you're going to swarm. But it's not ideal in a very hectic situation. So if you kind of drop into a situation where, you know, something's coming at you, you kind of need to be aware and you can't just kind of lock into place all the time. You know what I'm saying? So mm -hmm. it it's a great tool just when there's a, a better opportunity to use it. Sometimes okay. not every opportunity is there, but they do give you other things to kind of help uh, for various situations, which I did appreciate. Additionally, Samus's uh, movements, like the controls, mm -hmm. this this may seem uh, contradictory. They felt tight 
and very responsive, but at the same time, slippery, if you kind of follow me here. Like, sometimes I'd just be moving, and then I'd just kind of run into enemies or, or struggle to duck as I'm trying to aim and fire. It's not that Joy-Con drift, is it? I, not to my knowledge, because I, I tried, I played with the Joy-Cons, and I've also played with the Pro Controller, or okay. the GameCube Pro Controller, not an actual Pro Controller. It's not easy on that But not the Joy-Cons. Right. <laughs> or Joy-Con. So, it's just... I don't know why I can't duck. I'm sitting there going, I just want to duck. I want to aim at this thing down here. And sometimes it just, she'd, she'd aim down. But it's like, no, no, no. The thing is ahead of me. I need to aim that direction. And you're aiming diagonally down at the floor. This is not helping. Down. Down. So it just, it wasn't like to the point where it was the game was broken or anything like that. It was just a struggle to get her to do Simple things like what duck and shoot. What seems like a simple mechanic. Yeah. Yeah. Duck and shoot. Or duck should and shoot. be. And since you can't use the um, control pad, you're mm-hmm. using the stick. It. I, there was no way to go to that and just be like, well, I'll just use this and, and that'll be a little bit more precise. So it wasn't like that. So again, it moves great. You can. I mean, if you're kind of hauling ass and, and shooting and running and... You know, you know exactly where you're going. You know exactly what you're doing. I mean, you can just flow right through that and everything's going to work. Mm-hmm. But just at times, I, I felt like I was having issues trying to do just the simplest little things. And I, mm-hmm. it's hard for me to say what exactly is doing it because is it me? Is it the controls? I don't know. You know, right. it's... Something it's, feels off. Yeah. Uh, another new mechanic that the game has is a kind of a melee counter move. That allows you to block and then counterattack an enemy, and you have to be very precise when you do it because it'll be like a, the enemy will flash, or if you're fighting a bigger enemy, something they're doing will flash, and you take that opportunity, hit the button, and then you can kind of knock them back, and then immediately hit your uh, attack button, and you can fire and get some good hits in. Uh, it's it takes a moment to get used to and hang of, uh, especially in tense situations. You can screw that up because your brain is like uh, uh, and then you'll hit it too soon and you'll be like damn it or you'll hit it too late so it, it's definitely something that's uh, you get a clear sign of but you know the the intense situations can throw you off but it can be uh, it can be a, a, a very good tool that can save your ass in, in numerous situations if mm-hmm. you are persistent and consistent with it So just be aware of that. Uh, Samus also has the ability to slide in this game, which uh, I won't say immediately or like altogether. It foregoes some aspects of the morph ball, which has always been a mechanic you see in the uh, previous games where she kind of rolls up into a ball and you get under little crevices. I say it foregoes certain because in previous games, if you saw like a little narrow uh, pathway under a wall, it's like, well, I've got to wait for my morph ball i can't get up under there but now if it's low to the ground in your path you can just slide up under it now the morph ball is for you know those little places out of reach that aren't low to the ground or on the ground so it kind of gives you a little bit more freedom to to explore but um not completely so the morph ball becomes that thing is like oh that that vent up there on the the ceiling that's that's somewhere you gotta go but you're going to have to wait until you get that. But you can still slide uh, on the floor down here. So it, that was kind of nice. And the slide mechanic does help uh, with another new element 
that we've not seen in a Metroid game, which I'm sure we've you've seen it in the marketing, the aforementioned Emmy robots. You know, okay. you've, if you've watched a commercial, that's pretty much what they focus in on, is that thing chasing her and making those beep, 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 noises or whatever. In the story, uh, they are reprogrammed to see you as the primary threat. These are the robots that the Galactic Federation sent, but here they have been reprogrammed. So if one gets its hands on you, it's game over, pretty much. They all know. Yeah, it's. I mean, it's... I say practically because there is, as I mentioned, the primary or that, that small window of opportunity to where you can do the counter, but got to be, you have to be watching what you're doing because mm-hmm. it's a very small window and every time I screw that up because I'm, you're, you're intense, you know, because once it starts chasing you, you're just like, I, I gotta go, you know, and you're just kind of like worked up in the moment. So when it grabs you. You're just, you're eager. You're like, ah. So you could screw that up pretty easy. Mm-hmm. Uh, and like I said, it's it's not a get out of jail free card because it'll just buy you some time to get away. That's- so if you can do it, great. Go and try to get out of the area if that's what it takes. Um, it's, it's really kind of what they've done here, like the intensity of hearing it because there are certain areas when you know you're going to encounter one of these uh, robots. It's like they have a very specific area in each, uh, I really don't know what you'd call them, worlds on this planet, cities, like or zones, towns, areas, zones. There you districts. go. Zones. Yeah. They, they have these very specific areas in which they patrol. And once you kind of come into them, you have to be aware of your noise level. So, like, if you're walking, that's fine, okay? But if you start blasting stuff, if you start, you know, shooting enemies and stuff like that, they're they're picking up on your the noise that you're making. There's even enemies who can make noise, or maybe, like, you trip a, a, a motion sensor mine or something like that. That blows up, and it's like, what was that? And it starts, you know, Around crawling over there. Yeah. So... It's about as bad, you know, as, as where, where they're really tracking you. They have, um, it's almost like echolocation, I guess, because you'll hear the oh, beeps okay. and boops and stuff like that. And then, of course, they're doing their little uh, line. It reminds figure me. Figure out where it's, where you at. Yeah. Maybe I'll ping my noise off you. <laughs> like, if I had something to kind of uh, characterize and relate them to, it would be like the xenomorph from uh, Alien Isolation. I was thinking that your description because if you again probably not as deadly because at least these things you can possibly get away from unlike the xenomorph but say if it's crawling in your general area you can hide in hopes that it will not see you depending on where you're hiding because you can't just be like up in a corner going ha ha you don't see me the moment it sees you, boom, you know, it's hunting you, it'll chase you, it will grab you. Can you ever get rid of it? Yes, you can. But okay, Sorry, am I jumping ahead? No, no, no. <laughs> I, we'll, we'll get to it. Now, once it sees you, like I said, it's an endless pursuit. You can get out of the area. Uh, luckily, you can also get a an ability called the Phantom Cloak early on, which allows you to turn invisible. And okay. say if you... Uh, Another ability you have is like the spider magnet. 
and if you have like a, a, a magnetized ceiling, you can jump on that, kind of, you know, put your body mm -hmm. up next to it and kind of crouch and then go invisible. So if it's climbing up in there, as long as it doesn't decide to climb on the ceiling, you can ninja <laughs> which it, yeah, which it will do sometimes. Like you'll think, okay. ah, he won't, he won't bother me here. And it's like, no, no, no I'm going to climb up here and sniff around. Even if you're invisible, if it bumps into you, you're, you're caught. Okay. So just be aware of that. Um, but it can help in the stickiest of situations if you have that, if you're trying to do all these things. Um, but as you kind of mentioned, yes, you can defeat them. It's almost like you will eventually find these enemies, which will give you a boost of power. And you have something that activates in you called the Omega Beam. And that's the one thing that you have to use to defeat it. But they are not necessarily easy to defeat. Like the first couple that I did, it was a little easy. Like once you understand the pattern you need to go through, but then they mix it up. The last one I fought, that was some bullshit. Because <laughs> the the idea is, or at least what happens eventually, is the, the Omega Beam can shoot rapid fire. And eventually the uh, Emmys will have like this protective faceplate that you have to pretty much melt off with that rapid fire, you know, blaster. Uh, yeah. Once that's done, then you have to do a supercharge to blast it in the face and blow its head off and then that'll defeat it. Initially, when I started doing that, I was like, okay, well, it'll come to me at a, a you know, slower pace and then I can kind of get a, a good aim in and eventually. No, 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 they sped them up. And so oh, I yeah. was looping this room going, my God, slow down. <laughs> Stay still. <laughs> you know, because again, your, your precision aim is only as precise as you can aim. And if you're yeah. in a tense situation, you're like, just, just stay right there. I got you. Yeah, it just, it gets, it gets insane. So these sections for me are probably the most intense and uh, definitely give the game its earned name of Dread. Like this is why it should be called Dread because the my- The feeling you have the whole time you play. <laughs> yeah, you're just like, my God. Ugh. Now, I have mentioned uh, other games before that I'm not into super difficult games. I'm not the person for hard mode or super intense mode or whatever stupid ass, you know. New game plus, plus, plus. Yeah. <coughs> there was a time that I was in for that, but I just, I, I'm not, I'm just, I, I'm not a spry chicken anymore. You know? <laughs> don't I, have the patience for I all don't. that. I really don't. I don't want that stress in my life. I want to enjoy my games, have fun with them. You know, I understand. Uh, this game kind of toes a line uh, that kind of would get me intensely frustrated. And I don't want to say that I, you know, it was a turn off. Uh, for example, the boss fights. They are expertly designed to follow pattern attacks and movements, just like all these other games. There's n it's not one of those games where they're just throwing everything at you and there's no way to avoid anything everything is avoidable you just got to be focused on what you're doing and i would get in those moments where i'm just like why why is this happening and it's because i'm not doing i'm not paying attention to my surroundings i'm not focused on what i'm doing right. i'm just aggravated and angry and just you know just like <laughs> you're probably God. trying to rush and missing yeah yeah but it's all there 
if you just take a moment. And I saw this uh, uh, multiple times with boss fights or even just smaller boss fights. And it was just like, as soon as I calmed and was a little bit more focused, yeah. like I was being That's usually badass. me. It's like, take a break for a minute, maybe come back and yeah, yeah. nail it first try. So... Like I said, this game is teetering a line. I never really crossed it yet to where I was just like, I, I can't do this. I would always be mad about it initially, and then I would be mad at myself for like, calm down. Calm right. down. You'll get there. And when you do, you feel pretty good. Yeah. Uh, additionally, and I saw this over the weekend, which I thought was um, fun, because I did want to touch on this too, because I related. David Jaffe who's the director of God of War and Twisted Metal, he tweeted his frustration with the game calling it badly designed. Now, he pinpointed one specific area in which he felt stuck. And ironically, or coincidentally, it's the same damn area I got stuck in as well. Oh, okay. okay. Because I started to wonder, I was like, what What am I missing here? What have I done? Am I stuck? Do you remember you play a game and you, you're stuck? And you're like, yeah, and okay. like you legit start to wonder if the devs would they have built in yeah. a way for me to not continue? <laughs> and <laughs> did I screw this up? I, I had that in my head. I was like, this day and age, absolutely no way did they design this game to where no. you're stuck. back in the day. Sure, yeah, I can remember plenty of games you just started it over, but but not not today. And I was sitting there thinking, what am I missing? What have I done? And I was I kept circling these areas, going. What have, you know? What have I done? Like, what am I missing? And I, it really started to frustrate me. Uh, but at the same time, I knew, just like the old NES tropes back in the day, there was a hidden pathway somewhere that I was missing. And it shouldn't be all that surprising. <coughs> that said, and this is where I'm actually going to agree with David Jaffe, hidden pathways should be for hidden upgrades not your path forward. Oh, uh, yeah. You know? Because yeah. I this was my way forward, and I, I was having trouble finding it. <gasps> oh, then, yeah. And yeah. I get to see what his point is. Yeah, it shouldn't be mandatory. No, 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 no. It just it threw me off because I was like, why would you hide that? I need to know where to go. You know, and you hid this from me. Right? So yeah. Interesting. Now, graphically, the game may not be running at 4K, uh, but it looks crisp. And neither and, does your Switch. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it looks crisp. It looks clean. Uh, it's got gorgeously designed backdrops, a healthy color palette. It makes the game look, you know, they good. They did look gorgeous. Yeah. yeah. It doesn't look drab or bleak. Even when you're kind of in those darker areas, it's still kind of colorful and, and kind of enough to get you... You know, I like that. I don't want these mm -hmm. bleak, drab, colorless backdrops. Yeah. Uh, and, you know, it didn't... I won't say it looked like it was 60 frames per second. I mean, it, it definitely felt like it. So if it was running at 60 FPS, then great. If not, then yeah. okay. It looked good. Yeah. I mean, it was running yeah. good. Uh, I did witness a few frame drops here and there, but it was kind of during... Um, like, they would do these load screens between areas and they made them all cinematic where you know like she's riding a train or uh, going through a teleporter and you could just see little yeah, choppiness little skips. Yeah, yeah choppiness through the, through that but beyond that I didn't really see it anywhere else uh, 
The score by Soshi Abe or Abe. Abe? It's probably Abe. Yeah. It just has it spelled. Uh, well, Abe, but we're talking about a Japanese name, so. Oh, Abe. yeah, possibly. Abe. Yeah, we don't know the Abe. Anyway, Soshi Abe and Sayoki uh, Doi is the the score that they wrote is very atmospheric it's setting the tone in each area to the point that for me at times i I didn't even realize there was music playing like it just kind of permeated the area sometimes you can hear it sometimes it's just it's within the the context of the world it's got it Uh, additionally they actually utilized a few familiar pieces from composer composer i don't know why i said composer i looked at his name Composer Kenji Yamamoto's work from Super Metroid. Uh, that was a welcome treat for me because it was like, ah, oh, yeah, I know that too. No, I love that. Mm-hmm. So that was nice. Uh, Metroid Dread, it is a welcome return to the format in which I want to see Metroid games played. You know, Other M kind of did this thing where it was kind of going back to that but they kind of still had this 3d thing that they were trying out which was you know nice but this is kind of metroid how i want it you know yeah. 2d platforming but then now you've given it some depth you've given it a little bit more um and i'm sure you could do something more with that and, and kind of spruce it up to make it a little bit more this is still fine i just i, I don't really know what more you could do with that and without detracting from what makes it good in my opinion right uh, i could take it with a little less frustration you sure know? <laughs> i mean i'll say that you could nerf it for me okay thanks just, just a little bit uh now while we're supposed to see metroid prime 4 for metroid from metroid from retro studios jesus i can't talk right here at the end uh in the future i know that's supposed to be happening I do hope that Nintendo will give Mercury Steam another crack at the series because they uh, initially came in and they remade Metroid 2, and that was pretty cool. And Mm -hmm. their first original take on the franchise brought some unique concepts to the table, and I'd really like to see what more they could do with the franchise. But again, you can take down the frustration levels just a a hair, and I'd, I'd be perfectly fine with that. Maybe fix some bugs that are possibly breaking people's games and progress right just like just not saying. have to restart before a sequence back into the game to mm. be able to continue mm. but yeah there you go hey fine there you go i, I hope I, people don't think i was hating on this game I, I just i needed to point out certain criticisms but i i've had fun with it but i've also been frustrated with it too so well, i mean that's still fair i think it's 100% healthy to criticize the things you love to improve it. Mm. I don't think you should always just be a yes man or woman to anything. <laughs> well, just because you love it, mm-hmm. there can always be problems that you can constructively talk about. Well, I feel uh, like uh, I do feel like most of the time when we're doing reviews, I've been pretty positive and, and I'm always mm-hmm. praising everything. And I'm not trying to, you know, tear this game apart because I don't praise everything but I, I do want people to understand maybe I've just not bought a bad game because I'm very cautious about them from the outset you know what I mean or it's just very much content you love yeah that's that's one thing people to consider too like me you find your favorite reviewers it's probably because they tend to enjoy the same types of games in the same way you do mm-hmm. it's not going to be the same universal opinion 
I mean, hey, if y'all want to throw me a bad game some somewhere and you want me to tear it apart, I'll, I'll be glad to. But there you go. We I should just, just go through the Steam bin list there, the, the 50 centers, and just uh, go to town. Mm -hmm. I, I have plenty that Steam has suggested me over the last week that you could probably dive into and give a great review on. I'm sure. <laughs> uh, well, thank you. I guess that's our show. Mm-hmm. That is our show. You know you can hit us up sometime on Twitter at Super Mega Crash, or you can send us an email to supermegacrash at gmail.com. You can find us on Instagram to view the weekly icon art that Stephen puts his time and love into. You can also support the show by liking and leaving reviews on your preferred platform. You could be, like, totally cool like Troidal. Yeah. Just saying. And even going to patreon.com forward slash pencil and paper productions. Uh, you can find us by searching pencil and paper podcast network or just search super mega crash brothers turbo wherever you listen to your favorite podcasts and even youtube.com forward slash pencil and paper productions. Check out episode three for mm -hmm. super mega crash adventures while you're there. Um, and thank you so much for listening. I'm Lacey O'Finley. And I'm Stephen White. And uh, join us again next time, Super Mega Crash siblings. But until then, game on. This has been a Pencil and Paper Podcast Network production.